0: Spending one more day today here in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. That's where uh, we are located. We're actually uh, specifically at Link 4 here in Rice Lake, right across from Menards. And if you're in the area, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, we're going to be here today throughout the program. And I wish we had better news regarding the Brewers. Uh, Not only did the Brewers lose last night, Hunter Renfro getting gunned down at the plate, Ashby leaving the game, Uh, yet another Brewers pitcher. Uh, left with some f- uh, forearm tightness, left forearm tightness, and he had just gotten uh, gotten a uh, ground out when counsel and uh, pitching coach Chris Hook uh, and the athletic trainers went to the mound. He just didn't look right, and after a brief conversation, they removed him from the game. So yet another injury. It was more precautionary, which is good news. So hopefully he wakes up today and he just you know felt a little stiff and, and you know he feels okay. But a, a heartbreaking loss for the Brewers, who um, had a four-run sixth inning. Uh, Christian Yelich going yard, showing off a little bit of power yet again, keeping the hit streak alive, uh, the hit the, the game streak alive. Uh, but ultimately, when it came down to it, he uh, also uh, struck out for the last out of the game. And uh, like I said, Hunter Renfro going down uh, and getting you know thrown out at the plate. That that didn't help. Rowdy Telez with that big error. Or he threw the ball, just wailed it, wailed that thing into left field, and uh, the Brewers ended up falling yesterday to the New York Mets in the finale. A, a uh, Ben Ben Kenny producing the show. Ben, it seems like for a while the Brewers were getting those kind of wins and seeing those kind of errors committed against them and taking advantage of it, and all of a sudden the the tables have turned, and it seems like the errors that have gone in their favor, are now going against them. The losses like this start to become heart-wrenching and gut-wrenching, and uh, one of the games that normally they would win, they kind of threw away. I know Rowdy Talese said after the game that it was his fault, but the, these are not good signs right now of a team that's supposed to be fighting for a championship.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, the biggest thing to me was Aaron Ashby. Like w- We could talk about whether we would have sent the guy to home in the in the last inning, but the biggest thing to me is, I mean, you get – Uh, Four to one lead. The offense is clicking a little bit. Usually that's a game where the starter finds a way to go deep, right? It's a game where the starter can put them in position to win. Hater Williams comes in and then it's over. But that obviously didn't happen. Then Ashby's banged up. Then the error happens. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of a storm of bad all happening together. Uh, Yelich did tack one more on, though, for the over under 15 home runs. Hit streak up to what? Nine right now. So yep. I, there are good signs. They just have to – I feel like they just have to win a couple in a row and then it will all change.
0: Um, yeah, they're not putting together wins right now. They're stringing together losses. One of the things that has been so, um, I guess, um, interesting about this team is that – and really solid about this team is that we, we said at the beginning of the season, they won't have extended losing streaks because their pitching is, is so good. They've got enough starting pitching to end the next day's losing streak. And the problem has been Woodruff, who is just now going to be throwing in AAA this coming weekend. Ashby has gone down. Peralta has gone down. Yeah, hater is gone, which, you know, I'm not faulting Hater, But hater has gone right now on the paternity leave. His wife uh, and he, congratulations to them on their first child. So, you know, they've just they've lost their, their mainstays when it comes to pitching. And they don't have the pitching right now to day in and day out stop the bleeding. And when the bleeding starts and they start to tighten up, and much like we saw last night, Roddy Telez said, you know, look, I make that throw 1,000 out of 1,000 times. Well, it's 999 times out of 1,000 because he whaled it into left field. So, you know, right now the things that normally would be going right for the Milwaukee Brewers seeming to be going wrong for the Milwaukee Brewers who ended up taking yet another loss last night, this time, again, at the hands of the uh, of the New York Mets. In the meantime, the uh, the standings, when you start to look at where the Brewers are at, you kind of go, "Whoo!" because the Cardinals aren't any better. I mean, both of those teams right now uh, are light years ahead of Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Cincinnati. Uh, Chicago and Cincinnati tied for the worst record in the uh, National League Central. The Cardinals only two games ahead of the Brewers. Cardinals lost again as well. The Brewers are 2-8 and eight in the last 10, and the Cardinals are only three games better than that in the last 10. They're 5-5. Five and, five. and In the meantime, you got the 1-9 Pittsburgh Pirates, the Cubs who are on a 10-game losing streak, and the Reds are also 5-5 five and five over their last uh, 10 games. So it's not like uh, anybody's breathing down their neck or the Cardinals are running away with it. What I kept saying was just keep it close. Just stay close wait for the Cavalry to come, wait for guys to get healthy, wait for them to find their way back into the rotation and or the lineup and then see what happens from there because I really firmly believe the Brewers are the better team. However, the problem is is that you know when you can't afford mistakes, whether it's base running mistakes or errors in general, uh, they seem to have made them at the most inopportune time. I'm not going to debate the whole will you or will you not send Hunter Renfro. I didn't think the timing of it was right, but I can't – I can't fault him. Uh, but then again, I will say this. I haven't seen the game. <laughs> again, talking about being up here in Rice Lake, I was sitting in the hotel room last night wanting to watch it after I got back from the uh, Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Outing, the, uh, the, the after banquet, and I couldn't, couldn't watch it. I had to listen to it on on the, uh, on the radio. So I didn't get a chance to actually see it as of yet. So, you, Ben, did you watch it? Did you watch Hunter Renfro round third and head for home? Yeah, I saw it. I
1: wasn't able to watch the whole game, but I checked in from the sixth inning on to the end. I saw it, and I don't know. It's hard. It's one of those things where it's do you just judge it based on the results, or do you try to think, you know, if the result had been different, do I like the process of it? I think I'm okay with it, him getting sent. And I know yeah. I, I know you might not want to go into the whole should he have or should he not have, but I'm fine with it. Like That's a pitcher on the mound, as counsel said, that Edwin Diaz, that strikes everybody out. You don't have any assurances that Christian Yelich can come through afterwards. I would make the Mets make a play. I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm. If, if Hunter Renfro doesn't get thrown out at the plate, it's a whole different at-bat for Christian Yelich because at that point he's sitting there with only one out, and runners on. So do they walk him and load the bases and move on? Or do they pitch to him because he hasn't necessarily been, you know, on the season tearing the cover off the ball? But as of late, he has been, including the home run that he had last night. So do you pitch to – it changes the dynamic of that inning. And I I get it. They took a chance, but I don't know. um, Just in listening to it, I I don't know if I would have – would have sent him given the what the scenario would have been had they not sent him and had he been safe at third with runners at second and third and only one out so that's something we can debate until yeah that's one of those great barroom debates because there there is no wrong answer at this point It, it just it is what it is but nevertheless the brewers fall last night and uh and thus now they head to cincinnati where Cincinnati's playing okay baseball, but they're going to try to get the bats right against an otherwise uh, abysmal team. In the meantime, you've got the Golden State Warriors. They are the NBA champions, and it's pretty much what we expected. And Steph Curry now adds to his legacy. Steph last night winning the, uh, the MVP and just kind of, uh, again, extending his lore. Four championships now in the last eight years do we officially look at them now as a dynasty i think you have to i think for for almost a decade they have been an amazing basketball team steph curry winning the MV uh, the finals mvp uh, for the first time by the way believe it or not in his career and he had an unbelievable performance it ranks uh, at his best at this stage of the season He averaged a series high 31.2 points per game and puts the Golden State Warriors in a familiar spot as the NBA champions. He clearly, the single most valuable player in the finals. Now, had he had a bad night and they still won, you could have made an argument that Wiggins might have gotten it. Because he has had a really good series. He's had a really good series. He, He might have ended up getting that. But... Uh, Steph Curry put himself head and shoulders above everybody else with that performance last night. And after uncharacteristic off night in Game 5, he was the leading scorer in the series by a wide margin. And his unprecedented ability to create offense off the dribble, uh, the single biggest reason why Golden State won the series against Boston, who had the best defense in the NBA in the regular season. And yet they weren't able to really shut down Curry consistently only once. Curry, the greatest shooter in league history in part, because he's developed the ability to create his own jump shot uh, from distances that were, re- you know, kind of rarely, you know, ever used before. He's he's hitting just inside the half-court stripe almost at times, him and Jordan Poole for that matter, and uh, he's just been fantastic. So uh, Steph Curry winning the uh, MVP honors last night, the Golden State Warriors knockoff, the whining, flopping, arguing Marcus Smart and company Um and uh, I, I took a lot a of, lot, of, lot of pleasure in that last night. took a lot of pleasure in that last night. So uh, the other piece of news really isn't sports related. And, and I don't get into the wrestling world since it is pretty much predetermined. It's not a sport, it's more of a exhibition, so to speak. Um, but the, uh, the world found out that Vince McMahon, The, um, you know, the, I want to say king and ruler (laughs) more more than anything uh, of the WWE, he is uh, stepping aside and his daughter is going to take over. Uh, They are being investigated into hush money, sexual harassment, sexual assault, many things inside the WWE that we, I'm not going to say have known about, but has been rumored and it's, it's kind of like uh, a duck on the surface of the water, moving slowly, very methodically, very majestic, and looks very calm, cool, and collected. Below the surface, there's a lot of things going on, and that's kind of the way it is for the WWE. And there's uh, alleged misconduct by Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis, uh, the head of talent relations and a lot of things that have been stated about the goings-on. So um, Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie, is going to serve as the interim CEO, and now we'll see where the investigation goes. But uh, one of the most popular entertainment outlets, uh, in in I just want to say in the country, I don't want to necessarily qualify it in the sporting realm, but uh, because there is the term wrestling attached to it, it does become a sports story, but uh now uh, under investigation and uh it's the fact that he has to step down because it is the heat is now getting so hot from some of the rumors and some of the things that have been stated uh it it looks rather i don't want to say ominous but uh it does not look good uh in any stretch so there you go uh 8778671670 if you want to hit us up please feel free 8778671670 The Brewers, I got a lot of people chiming in as to whether or not they would have sent Hunter Renfro, so we can get into that discussion. Brewers fall yet again. Uh, They are not looking good. They don't right now have that ability to be able to string back-to-back wins together for whatever reason. The pitching is, uh, again, banged up with Ashby going down precautionary-wise with a forearm strain and tightness. So now what? So now what? And, uh, again, I'm not jumping off of the uh, panic button yet just I'm not uh, pushing the panic button just yet. But I know there are some people that said after last night, that's it. That's it. I think everybody's waiting to see what they do in Cincinnati. If you go in and face a bad Cincinnati team and you lose two out of three there as well, then it might be time to start uh, shoving that plunger down a little bit and saying, okay, It's time to push the button. Uh, This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over here at Link Ford and RV Center. Uh, We're in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. They brought us here today uh, because we're up here for the Rice Lake Celebrity Golf Outing. Good people over here at Link Ford and a ton. uh, There's a lot of car lots right now that don't have any inventory. And Link Ford has a bunch of inventory, uh, including trucks. And so if you're looking for something, uh, swing on by. They've... They've got some, uh, got some good deals going on right now. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, you can also find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Ben Z Kenny, at Ben Z Kenny producing the program. You can also find us uh, over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill michaels Show. You can find us on YouTube and please go to YouTube, go to YouTube.com and then just search Bill Michael Show and you can subscribe and follow absolutely free. No catches, nothing. Just uh, go over and follow us and like us, and we appreciate it. Uh, You can follow us on Twitch TV as well. You can email the show, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Plenty of ways, plenty of ways to keep up with us. So thanks to everybody for uh, hanging in there with us, and we certainly appreciate it. Don't forget, uh, coming up this weekend as well, you got to racing, Father's Day weekend over at the Milwaukee Mile. And the State Fairgrounds in West Dallas, they've got the the, Arca, the Midwest Arca Series coming to town this weekend. Uh, the Ro- mile roars back to life on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th. Uh, the uh, Father's Day 100 presented by Hunt Brothers Pizza going on. So if you're looking for tickets, if you're looking for something to do, take Dad out to the races. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Right Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get home tonight, and I'm going to sit back and uh, enjoy myself. Can do a little grilling out this evening, I think. Maybe even do a little Friday Night Live down in downtown Waukesha. Uh, but I'm going to stop. Uh, I had picked up some stuff from Robert's Specialty Meat, so I'm going to stop and get some of the uh, some of the things that I need to go along with it. And uh, from the grocery store on the way back into town, I'm going to do a little grilling with some of the B&B, the uh, the beef and the bacon throw the uh, skewers on the grill, and I'm then going to uh, sing the praises of one Robert, Paul Roberts from Robert Specialty Meats. That is uh, coming up later on tonight. Go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Sunset Drive down in Waukesha. You can find his stuff there. And uh, tonight also I'm going to be uh, using the Burn Pit Barbecue uh, rubbing sauce. Uh, or not the rubbing sauce, but the rubs. So looking forward to that as well. And if you're looking for some of that yourself, and you can do a little grilling, maybe even do a little grilling for Father's Day. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. It makes a great gift for Father's Day. I, look, as Father's Day and Mother's Day are different. Because Father's Day, uh, it's always the advertisement for tools and grills and weed whackers and new lawn equipment. And it's like, you know, Dad, we really appreciate you. We love you. We're glad that you... Uh, you know, donated uh, your uh, Padonkadonk to be able to create us. So go cut the grass. <laughs> That's what Father's Day. Mother's Day is brunches and flowers and pictures, and Mom, you rest, you put your feet up. Dad, get out, cut the grass, and when you're done, make me something that smells good on the grill. It's just a different standard, isn't it? Isn't it, Ben? Now, you're not a dad, are you, Ben? Any chance <laughs> no. that you know of? Not by okay. my knowledge. <laughs> not by your knowledge. Yeah, that's that's what dad's day is. You know, take take dad to do something. What are we going to do today? We're going to get him a gift card. We're going to take him over to the Home Depot. <laughs> we're going to tell him, Man, you know that door you've been meaning to fix, you fat, lazy tub of goo? You're going to go ahead and buy that door, and we're going to get you 50% off that door so you can go home with that new tool that we just bought you, and you can put that door on. You know that door you punched a hole through years ago, and you got mad at us because we left our toys all over the stairs, and your big ass fell down the stairs. Dad, here you go, 50% off Home Depot. Go buy a new door. <laughs> that's, that's what Father's Day is. That's fantastic, so... Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go and just kind of relax. I my my son's working. Uh, and he's a police officer, so he's working, and the rest of my kids are all back in Ohio. So, um, yeah, there's there's not a there's not a whole lot a uh, whole lot to do. There's not a whole lot going on. So I'm just going to kind of take it easy. Going to go back and do a little grilling tonight. Motorcycle road ride on uh, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know what I'm going to treat myself to. If you're a dad. And You're kind of looking around and you, you, there's nobody there you're just like what do you what do, what do you do on Father's day? you know if the kids aren't sending you gift cards to something cool what do you what what is the ultimate dad's day gift Because we celebrate moms so much and that rightfully so look they they're the ones that are carrying around the uh eight seven eight nine ten pound twelve pound fifteen pound butterball that's about ready to fall out of them and you're basically shoving a bowling ball through a garden hose, and we can appreciate the hell out of that. Because God knows you get a kidney stone and dudes are dropping like flies. I've been there, done that. I understand it. But uh, w- what do you get dad? Ben, what are you getting your dad? Anything? Well, hmm. I don't know if I should say this. I doubt he's
1: listening, but I'm actually flying okay. home next weekend to uh, oh. to surprise Surprising? him. Well, it's his birthday, the week after Father's Day, every year. So we kind okay. of celebrate it as a joint <laughs> as opposed thing. It's supposed to every
0: other year. <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean have just found it funny that you said every year as opposed to the years that are odd numbers we skip those when he doesn't really you know exist <laughs> like,
1: I, yeah i guess i don't know how that came out but yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do something go out to dinner usually we go watch the phillies we're a big on mother's day as well we we go out to a baseball game but they're out of town so mom doesn't mind
0: the sports then okay oh she loves it that's kind of cool yeah my mom was the same way my mom was a huge uh she was part of the Rosie reds I've said that before, part of the Rosie Reds, the female group that followed uh, the Cincinnati Reds for years and years and years. So what's the ultimate Father's Day gift? You know, what are you going to get, Dad? I don't want to say the ultimate. Something that's attainable. Something that's right there in front of you. Now, uh, I will say one year, this was a while back, uh, my kids had gotten together, and they are the ones that went out and bought everything, and they did the grilling. And my theory on this is that they said, Dad, we're going to get you. We're going to take care of you. I said, OK, great. So I sat back. I don't even know what I did that day. I think the weather was pretty good, if I remember correctly. And the kids said, You know, Dad, we got this. They picked up some food, some steaks. And they know I'm kind of simple. So it was brats and hot dogs, stuff like that. That's, that's all I, I like. I mean, steak and stuff is, eh, it's OK. But, you know. So I think what they did, I think it's a conspiracy. I think they burnt the absolute hell out of that. So I would taste it and go, this is really good. Kind of like when your kid brings you home something and you're not quite sure what it is when they're little. And they give it to you for like a present. Happy birthday. And you're like, oh, look. And you're afraid to say, oh, coffee mug. When it's really not, it's like a pencil holder. Or it was supposed to be a trophy and it turned and it like collapsed and it's just some clay mold piece of crap You know that you're going to put on your desk. And say, my kid made that until your kid grows up enough to go, bad, that's a, that's a piece of crap. And then you can finally throw it away. I think my kids made me the hot dogs and the brats and burnt them so bad that I went, oh, this is great. Thanks for doing this. To thinking to myself, I'll never let them cook again. I think that's what they did to me. So now I don't know what to do for myself. Maybe I'll just go to the pool, just hang out by the pool and lay in the sun. I think it's supposed to be a nice weekend, right? Maybe I'll do that. 877 you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, this one, this one's from Vince, who says, uh, we got my dad tickets to the Brewers game one year, and we all paid. That was the nicest gift I think he'd ever had. Uh, other than the spatula set, my sister would always get him because he would leave his spatula out in the rain, and it would get rusty hanging on the grill. There you go. See, spatula set. That's it. nothing like a spatula set that says work. Dad, here you go. Go make me something. Okay. I'll talk to you in a bit. Sounds good.
1: This is all just an elaborate plan to get the dad out of the general vicinity of the rest of the
0: family. That's pretty much it. That's it. You're right. It's like, you know, dad's, what do you get, dad? You know? And then the other thing is, is when you're young, do you go to your dad and ask your dad for money to then turn around and buy him something? (laughs) You know? Because that was always my thing. My dad said, if you can't make it or you haven't earned it, you ain't getting it. Don't buy me crap I don't need. My dad was pretty practical that way. He was a, he was an army sergeant, so he, he was he's like, What do I need? You know, he wasn't a frilly guy. It wasn't like he did clothes or shoes or anything. He just, you know, he was a work dude. I mean, he appreciated like a good jacket or something in the wintertime, but you're not gonna buy dad a jacket in June and say, Here's a winter coat, you know. You're not gonna do that. So he was always the guy that said, Buy me something that I'm not gonna have to work on. My dad was not real handy either, I will say that. I'm a little more handy. My dad was not. My dad was a guy that he can cut a piece of wood and nail it to something, but it wasn't gonna look good as long as it served its purpose. You know? It wasn't gonna look great as long as it served its purpose. I'll never forget my dad one time watched a fishing show and they showed us how to make a a like a a, a floating tree brush area for bass and so what they said was you take two or three christmas trees you put some like rope around them some nylon rope about three to six feet apart and cinder blocks and you drop those over your boat and as they sink they stretch out so the trees because the wood will float the trees will then begin to ascend and the cinder blocks will go to the go to the uh, the bottom and therefore, you've got this floating tree kind of in the middle that fish will then gather around. Okay? You follow you follow me so far, Ben? I, I mean, yeah. Okay. Wait a minute now. It gets better. My dad, seeing this in April and May, realizing there aren't any Christmas trees around, right? So my dad, who was a delivery driver, would go in and out of grocery stores and in and out of steakhouses and stuff. And uh, he was also a salesperson. And he said, he came home and he said, hey, Bill, I got something. I was working with one of the other vendors. Yeah. I'm like, really? What'd you get? Because I'm thinking he got some kind of a, a log with branches or something, something really cool that we were going to put on our boat and take up to the lake and roll off and give it a, give it about a month. And then all these fish would be get. My dad grabbed, I kid you not. Remember? I don't even know if you'll remember this. Remember legs, pantyhose? No. Okay. Legs pantyhose came in an egg. It was the Legs egg. And they came in all different colors and all different sizes. So oh, God. So it was like a giant egg display with all these different, like, 20 different shelves all the way down. And on one shelf, it would be, you know, dark pantyhose and all different sizes and cut different colors. And, and it would go all the way down, like, 20 different shelves under this great, giant egg. My dad got three eggs from a vendor and tied ropes around them and threw them over our boat. And the eggs (laughs) sank faster than the cinder blocks did. (laughs) So my dad called it. It wasn't brush. It wasn't an area to go. And every fisherman right now is probably pulling off to the side of the road, laughing his ass off. My dad did not call it brush. I kid you not. My dad said he built for the fish in the lake a fish condo. Oh, that was my dad when it came to uh, do-it-yourself projects <laughs> so there you go oh my god god rest his soul i love my dad he was so fun uh and then still to this day people in my old neighborhood would talk about it. remember that time your dad threw those damn legs eggs over the side of the boat there you go we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break we're gonna come back we got a lot more of the bill michael show it's coming up right after this
1: to have you the bill michaels show we
0: continue on broadcasting live at lake ford here in rice lake one more day here and then heading back to milwaukee ben did you see it i tweeted it to you i'm seeing it now i am really wondering what in
1: the world who in the world decided like this was an idea to market something <laughs> this is ridiculous it looks like something you would send to outer space that you
0: want to like get rid of
1: from this world entirely
0: You get the egg shape, the top and the bottom. What you don't get is the middle, and if you kind of look at it from afar, it looks like it's ribbed for your pleasure.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's good. I thought you were going to say he showed up, had this great reveal, and all he found were cinder blocks.
0: No. No. But that would be my dad. He just toss him over and figure he would just knock a fish out. Eventually, he'll yeah, float he to the surface. Thought he'd yeah. come back
1: with the tree. He was like, "No, I, I found the cinderbox though."
0: Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, that was uh, that was. So is fishing a yeah. sport? Um, fishing is <laughs> not not a sport. It is an activity. Uh, you know, you can put it to a competition, yes, but uh, sport, uh, no. No, nah, I take so. that back. Uh, it is listed under uh you know field and stream and sports you know uh outdoor sport sporting things, but uh yeah, yes, but no it 's an activity that you can make into a competition there you go uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy if you follow me on Twitter, you can see it uh, that 's what my dad threw into the lake, and three of them called it a fish condo instead of building his own brush area so uh, Follow me Add Bill underscore Michaels or at Ben Z. Kenny, uh, much to the horrification of one Ben Kenny. That's what was tossed. And then here's the other thought. Because it's just made of nothing but plastic, it's still sitting down there to this day because there's no way. And I don't know. God, I'm, what, uh, 55 now. So this happened probably when I was 15. So this happened 40 years ago. There's no way that thing's disintegrated yet plastics aren't going away for thousands of years so the fish condo is probably uh, at max capacity at this point and uh, with the way uh, inflation is they're probably charging higher rent so there you go uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy yeah the best father's day gift uh the wife and kids can give dad would be let him watch the u.s open in peace according to one is that from you or is that from a caller ben
1: no no okay. no those are just my thoughts <clears throat> okay well, I mean usually it's I'd get into this great baseball team but when the team has won three games in June that makes it tough
0: right yep I get it uh eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy if you want to find us feel free to go ahead and do so um so oh my god we got people all kind of people emailing now <laughs> these crazy these crazy stories about dad I right, look. Like I said, my dad wasn't the handiest guy in the world. He was great in a lot of other areas. It just wasn't handy. So I'm getting people telling me about their dads and all the crazy things that they did. Uh, (laughs) James said my dad – there's no way, James. There's no way. He said my dad had a bow rider, which is a a boat. Um, And underneath the bow rider, they used to store the life jackets, he said. Uh, And the life jackets always ended up with mold and mildew. My dad cut a small hole in the outside of the boat to let air flow in. What he didn't understand was that it would also let the water in. When the boat would go down into the water, hitting waves, it would allow a large amount of water in the boat. Dad couldn't understand why things were beginning to float and realized that the boat was taking on water. Needless to say, the boat did not sink, but we had to go back to shore, and Dad had to patch the hole up. There's no way your dad cut a hole in a bottom. That's the old adage of... You don't see screen doors on submarines. There's no way. Really? No, I'm not going to sit here and call your dad crazy. Or I get it if he cut it and it was above the waterline. Maybe there was a sense of logic to it. But who in the hell cuts a hole in a boat to let air in? <laughs> Just, come on, man. Why didn't, if, if this actually happened, why didn't anybody stop him? If you see a guy taking any kind of a blade to the outside of a boat to say, you know what, I'm going to let a little airflow in, at some point you have to go, it's like a Jeff Foxworthy bit. You know, you might be a redneck if you put a screen door on a fishing boat. You know, (laughs) there's no way. Oh, my God. My dad, I got to admit, my dad would not have done that. My dad did cut up an old Norris craft boat though and trying to make it into a bass boat that was a that was an adventure. Oh my God, we have gone so far so entirely far off the rails it's not even funny. That's okay. We'll put it back put it back on. Uh, <laughs> if you want to give us a call, go ahead and do so. Just uh, maybe we just turn this whole day into stupid Father's Day dad stuff. you know things your dad did that were cool. Things Dad did that were just, you know, you scratch. To this day, you scratch your head. You're like, what the hell? What the hell, Dad? Really? Things that Dad built. Um. (laughs) Oh, my God. Willie says, my dad put steps on a tree, cut up a bunch of two-by-fours, put a nail in it, and put steps on a tree to climb it during deer season. He says, you would think this is okay, only he only put only he only he put one nail per 2x4 in the tree because he brought 12 nails, he had 12 2x4s. Do you scientifically get the stupidity in that, Ben? Yes, I do.
1: Well, my question is, does it break when you're already up the tree or are you just not able to climb it at first? I don't first? think you can
0: climb it. I, I think it's kind of like every time you take it unless you're hopping up the tree your weight would s- spin the <laughs> Oh my god nobody does that I could see it though my dad going I got 12 2x4s I'm bringing 12 nails not realizing the balance of leverage how that- how that plays into it it's just oh my god and anybody Ever sat in a tree stand, you get this. You're probably laughing your ass off because you're like, there's no way. Somebody's dad actually did that. Oh. Matthew says, my dad was going to build us a fire in the fire pit out back, swung the axe to split the wood, missed the wood entirely, and hacked his own shit. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, it was 27 stitches. We had to take him to the hospital. He also chipped the bone in his shin. Bad Father's Day. Matthew, man, I'm sorry. Uh, that, see, that is more believable because I think we've all done that where we've missed or you've partially hit the, when you're splitting wood or you, you go to hit the all and you miss the all or it just kind of flicks off and either the log comes towards you or away from you. We've all done that. If you've ever split wood by hand, we've all done that. I have never hacked open my shin though. <laughs> never done that. Ben, are you much of a lumberjack?
1: No, but I've, I, as I said, I spent a lot of time camping up in Canada. I actually have. I chipped off the tip of my thumb doing exactly that. I was splitting really? wood. I, I I was I smacked it on a rock. Wood slipped. Axe
0: came down on the tip of the thumb. Oh, See ya. Yeah, that oh, that makes makes me. Uh, almost wince in pain just thinking about it oh my god okay let's 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 do this we're going to try to put the show back on the rails i'm getting all these crazy ass dad stories now uh we're going to step away take a quick break when we come back we'll either pick up where we left off into stupidity or we'll try to reset uh what is normalcy to this program this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at quick trip now i have been living at quick trip up here in rice lake uh other than sitting at the the golf course and eating the fine fare that they had there i have stopped in for the fish sandwich today which was awesome and i had the little pizza rolls awesome i've also eaten a couple of bowls of the uh, pineapple and the fruit which have been awesome as well and uh, you don't live a day without stopping at quick trip at some point or another uh whether it's for the arizona sweet tea uh, maybe a Red Bull every now and then, an Aquafina, whatever it happens to be, and use your Quick Rewards card over at Quick Trip. And if you buy the Pepsi product or the Jack Lynx product, then all you got to do is just type in that number, and you get some extra registrations for our friends uh, up there at Road America and they're giving away Quick Trip is giving away that 2022 Chevy Camaro SS beautiful vehicle. But you got to stop in at Quick Trip. Your time is running out. So stop in, check it out for yourself. That's our friends at Quick Trip. Stay tuned. We got more stupidity. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit Welcome back. Bill Michaels show. We uh, continue on and we are so glad you're with us today. Thanks as always. Hey, uh, I know it's that time of year where the creepy crawlies going to be moving around outside and uh, well inside for that matter as well. So if you are uh, experiencing a bug issue of any kind, um, see our friends at the Milwaukee bed bug pros. Milwaukee. Don't let the name fool you. They're not just Milwaukee, but uh, they originate there. Milwaukee bed bug pros. Uh, whether it's bed bugs or the roaches ants stink bugs whatever's flying around now they don't come out and get bats and and raccoons and stuff out of your attic and birds and stuff but uh, they will eradicate anything as creepy crawly uh, but give them a call 414-877-5811 414-877-5811 that's our friends at the milwaukee Bedbug pros they can help you out as things get warm and Bed bugs and stuff starts to move around, and maybe you got properties, and you want to make sure that your properties have preventative maintenance. They're a great way to do it, and don't worry, you got kids, you got dogs, cats, animals, you're good to go. You're good. They they have a way of working around all of that. So all you gotta do is give them a call though, and they can explain all the information. Go to Pros dot com. That's Pros dot com. Or call them four one four eight seven seven fifty eight eleven. Ask for Michael. Four one four eight seven seven fifty eight eleven four one four eight seven seven fifty eight eleven. Uh Ben, should we go down that rabbit hole since we've already screwed up the whole first hour of the program? I would vote no, personally. Not yet? Eh, yeah, we'll we see. We gotta do this at some point today.
1: Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, okay. I honestly it came across my timeline. I thought it was an onion article.
0: <sighs> okay. Because this this the, the, I can tell this affects you. Eh. You don't have to go there. (laughs) Come on now.
1: I'm busy. Bill, I'm busy. I'm busy in the background. (laughs) I'm busy in the background right now watching Phil Mickelson sell his soul to the devil. I I was just going to
0: say, uh, let's go with that story instead of the other one. We'll do the other one coming up here uh, in the next hour. So where is Phil at right now in the U.S. Open as the uh, the live governor, so to speak? (laughs) So there are 156 players in the field.
1: Do you want to take a guess as to how many he is beating right now? Four. Eight. Eight. But you're close because two of them are amateurs. He shot a 78 yesterday. Today he is four over through 13. 12 over overall. Tied for 147. Obviously,
0: since jumping to the live tour, his game has gotten better. Uh, He has honed his skills precisely. And the competition there has risen him up like uh, the high tide raising all ships in one Phil Mickelson is on the verge of uh, of finding himself, you know, out. Yeah, he's, he's not even going to make the cut. Oh, no. I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that smile at that.
1: Liv stands for 54, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but
0: Phil's making a run at 54 over par. Good. Good. There we go. Phil Mickelson, stinking up the course course like dead fish on a beach. Liking it. Uh, I don't know why. I just am. I just am. Uh, In the meantime, uh, give me the rest of the leaderboard right now of anybody of significance. Uh, Because we, uh, you know, obviously we're paying attention. Rory McIlroy was in contention. Still atop the leaderboard, if I'm not mistaken. Mistaken. Uh, but where are we right now in the overall aspect of the U.S. Open when it comes to some of the other golfers that we should be paying attention to who could be live golfers? Huh. Uh, Rory, who will not be, hasn't
1: teed off today, but he's tied for the lead. The lead's three under right now. You have a couple of guys tied with him up there. Scotty Scheffler is making a run. He's two under, about to finish mm-hmm. up his second round. You have Brooks Kepka making a run as well. He's four under today, one, one under overall. Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, Patrick Reed. There's a whole group of really good golfers at one under. So they're all kind of lurking there right now. No one's running away by any means. And mm-hmm. the course brought the fight today. You really like to see the course fight back after some guy scored yesterday. So the guy who was at six under for a little bit dropped back, and now it's all bunched up there.
0: Uh, Dustin Johnson, another one of the Live Tour golfers who uh, decided to go to the Exodus. Uh, I understand he is falling today. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: Two over through 13. He's still even par. Tied for 24th.
0: Still even par. Nice. Um, Anybody else of note that we need to pay attention to um, that is Live Golfer? I I don't know why we're necessarily rooting against the Live, but uh, some of us are. But anybody else we need to pay attention to? James Pyatt.
1: He actually won the U.S. Amateur. He just graduated mm-hmm. from Michigan State. He's one under, but I don't okay. think that will last very long. It's really just DJ and Patrick Reed, who's up there at one under. He's one under through 12 today. Okay, And then the rest of the guy, really most of them, just completely blew up. But it's good because that tour over there doesn't really require good
0: golf. Yeah, you've been telling me uh, it's kind of a, kind of the exhibition joke league, so to speak. We'll see if it actually gets any better. Over time, uh, so that's the first hour of the program, and uh, <laughs> it flew off the rails rather quickly. We'll we'll try to take it off the rails again. Coming up in the next hour, at some point, yesterday we had a chance to talk to Wayne Larrabee. We're going to hear that conversation. Uh, Coming up, Brewers lost again yesterday uh, back in Cincinnati, the Queen City, uh, beginning a three-game series with the Reds coming up uh, later this evening. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Male Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin well beyond the borders as well. And if you want to get something for Dad, say, Dad, uh, you know, God, I love you. Don't – you're getting kind of portly on me. Uh, We're going to buy you uh, the uh, New Mail Medical all-in-one weight loss program. Uh, maybe get the low T tested, you know, get you feeling vi- uh, you know, vigorous again, feeling good, being able to see your feet. If you haven't seen your feet. It doesn't matter what kind of shoes we buy you, Dad, because you can't see your feet anyway. So you could be walking around with leaves duct taped to your feet. Nobody cares. So go ahead and give them a call, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. That's the New Male Medical Center. Give them a shout. And uh, you can help Dad out in that way and maybe help Dad out with Mom a little bit, too. I'm sure Moms are probably calling, going, I'm going to give them this for Father's Day. There you go. winking a nod. 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Uh, give him a shout. Uh, so coming up, we're going to hear uh, from Wayne Larry. going to talk a little bit more about the Brewers. And uh, I, I do... I am not. I, I I know there are those of you that want me to push that button. Adam not going to do it. Daniel not going to do it. Sam Sam's got a lot of venom. Well, we'll get his email in as well regarding the Milwaukee Brewers. But just uh, not there, not there as of yet. I'm just kind of waiting to see how this thing's going to shake out. Uh, right now, uh, you kind of knock on. This is part of. There's four things you got to be to to be a champion. You got to be good. You got you got to be lucky you got to be hot and you got to be healthy. There's one thing right now that is really carrying this Brewers team. And I know it's going to sound stupid, but I'll tell you what it is when we come back. We'll also hear from Craig Council from yesterday as well. So stay tuned. We are broadcasting live. We're at Link Ford here in Rice Lake with beautiful Rice Lake, Wisconsin, where I think I could probably count the clouds that are in the sky. It's a picture-perfect day. Stay tuned. Three more. Three more hours of The Bill Michael Show coming up. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.